Hello and welcome back to the Outdoor Adventure Podcast. So um, this week's episode will be on open water swimming and where to begin, so stay tuned. In 2020, open water swimming grew massively. It gained huge coverage in the media and in the news and its mental and physical health benefits were made aware and everybody caught wind of them. Because of that, one of the most popular questions that open water swimmers get asked, besides are you mad, is where do I begin? So I'm going to try and attempt at answering that. Please be aware that everyone will have their own opinion on this, so don't feel like you need to stick to mine at all. So probably the most important factor is that you need to know how to swim before you start. If you don't know how to swim, then stick to pools just to start off with. And then when you're ready and you feel like you're a strong and competent swimmer, then you can have a go in open water swimming. And then, of course, to add to that, you need somewhere that you can swim in the open water. So whether it be a lake or a river, just make sure that it's a nice, safe space to swim and just be aware that in rivers they do come with their dangers so do lakes to be honest but um before you just go and jump into any odd river make sure you've checked it out make sure you've checked out the flow um the strength of it and then obviously underwater obstacles you don't want to be swimming with a trolley um and also water quality so there is an app that you can check um if you go online then you can also find out the water quality of the river that you're swimming in before you get in you don't want to be swallowing any um chemicals or anything you just want to make sure that it's nice and safe and you also don't want to be swimming in a river when it's flooded because that will bring in all sorts it will make the flow faster it brings debris into the water and all sorts of toxic chemicals and all sorts so just please be careful where you're swimming now you've found where you're going to be swimming and you know that you're a competent swimmer then next on your list is to find a friend never swim on your own i cannot stress this enough It's too dangerous to go on your own and also once you've found that friend and you're going swimming, make sure you tell someone back at home where you're going and when you're expected to be back. This friend doesn't need to be in the water with you. They can be stood on the side, um, but it's, it's usually nicer to have someone swimming with you. We now have a friend and we're ready to go swimming. However, we now need some kit. Please be aware that cold water swimming is anything below 15 degrees. This episode, however, will only be focusing on anything above 15 degrees. So the normal summer open water swimming. It won't be going into cold water swimming and ice swimming. I will, however, be doing another podcast on the things that I keep in my kit bag for cold water swimming in a different episode. So stay tuned for that if you're you're here for cold water swimming kit. But for this episode, we need to establish the kit that we're taking with us for the open water swimming when the water is above 15 degrees. Okay, so I'm just going to go through it in a list. So let's start with a swimming costume. So swimming costume or swimming trunks, they're usually quite useful. Um, You can just use them if you want to, but it's probably best to start off in a wetsuit as well. So you can just use a normal wetsuit, just the normal surfing wetsuit and then progress on to the open water swimming or the triathlon wetsuits when you're ready. Um, Or you can just stay in the normal neoprene surfing wetsuit if that's what you want to do. However, the the triathlon wetsuits are a lot more efficient if you're getting into the physical um, benefits side of it. So on that same note, a pair of goggles, usually 
helpful if they don't leak, although I'm pretty sure every single pair of goggles of mine at the moment do leak. Um, and a swimming hat as well. So if you're doing if you're doing it for the training side of it and the physical health ben- benefits, then they are they they come in handy pretty much. But also, you do not have to put your head in the water at all. So you, it's not necessary that you do have goggles and a swimming hat. You can simply just go in a normal woolly hat or no hat at all if that's what you want. I also never ever go swimming unless it's shallow I never go swimming without a tow float so a tow float is like a um a flotation device you can find them on Amazon pretty much if you just type in tow float but it's basically just a dry bag style bag of air pretty much attached to a string that attaches around your waist and you can hold on to it and just give yourself a bit of a rest in the middle of your swim if you need it and is you can also carry things in it so if you need inhalers or um, medication or anything or a spare pair of goggles a sweat spare swimming hat um, some neoprene gloves whatever you want to put in it you can put them in there and then you can grab them halfway around the swim course if you need to and then I just mentioned neoprene gloves um, so I personally don't wear them however I know a lot of people that do wear neoprene gloves when they swim. I wear neoprene shoes when I swim. Um, But there are also a lot of people that wear neoprene hoods. So basically, any neoprene that you can have on your body will keep you warm. So if you completely cover yourself from head to toe in neoprene, then you will stay warmer. Um, But some people don't like swimming in them, and that's perfectly fine as well. And I also just wanted to mention that I did say wetsuits earlier, but you don't need a wetsuit if you prefer to just swim in skins or in a rash vest. Skins is just a swimming costume or swimming trunks um, or a rash vest and shorts, then you can also do that. Um, But it is usually quite handy to start in a wetsuit. And then last but definitely not least, warm clothes and things to warm yourself up afterwards. So my swimming kit bag is probably it probably contains the entirety of my warm kit wardrobe at the moment so I have hundreds of thermals in it lots and lots of fleeces gloves hats I think I have three woolly hats in that kit bag at the moment which isn't necessary but always comes in handy um I have a onesie I I I pretty much take every single warm item of clothing that I can find just to have on afterwards. Sometimes I don't need it all, sometimes I do, but it's you can never go wrong with warm kit. And then I also never go swimming without a hot drink. Um it's just when you're when when you swim your body temperature does drop, but it sends all the warm heat to the inside, so you want to warm yourself up from the inside. So starting off with a warm drink and lots of warm layers always helps you and then I always take a hot water bottle and I probably shouldn't say that but I do I like a hot water bottle I never put it directly on my skin however um I do have a hot water bottle with me after I swim (laughs) I usually though do just keep my hot water bottle zipped up in my bag with all my dry clothes when I'm swimming because then when I get out all my warm all my clothes are warm and toasty and ready to put on and sometimes I don't even use the hot water bottle because my clothes are already warm and toasty. So I think we pretty much managed to cover all the kit that's necessary to begin open water swimming. However, I also just wanted to quickly touch on cold water shock and hypothermia, as I've just mentioned, like all the warm clothes and the things that you need to warm up afterwards. Cold water shock is basically when a swimmer 
jumps into cold water, their body just goes into shock. And a few possible signs of that are hyperventilating, holding their breath, struggling to breathe, um, and a few other things like clawing at the wetsuit. It can be easily managed though, so it is just a case of calming the body down and controlling the breathing and allowing the body and the mind to function. However, I wouldn't go anywhere where you can take your feet where you can't touch the ground, I wouldn't bother taking your feet off the ground. I'd stay in the shallow until your breathing catches up to the rest of your body and you're nice and calm and collected again, basically. However, when you're swimming, it's important to be aware that your body can lose approximately 20 to 30 times more heat at the sa- in the water than at the same temperature on land. It's also important to remember that upon exiting the water, you're body can your your body your body temperature can continue to drop um for it could be up to 20 minutes after your swim so once you're out the water get loads of warm clothes on and get dry as quickly as possible because even though you might feel warm and perfectly fine your body temperature is still dropping so get yourself nice and warm and then you don't put yourself in any danger but on that note, please remember that I'm not an expert. These notes are just taken on personal experience and a course that I've done on open water swimming recently. But um, everybody is different. So just use your common sense as well. If you're cold, get out, get warm, get dry. Um, don't get under a hot shower straight away because you'll shock your body. Um, just try and warm up from the inside out. So lots of hot drinks, loads and loads of warm clothes and layers and... Just try and warm up nice and slowly in in that way rather than jumping straight into a hot shower after being in cold water. Um, but yeah, j- just take take this as notes rather than the Bible. So it may also be beneficial to you to get yourself a coach or an experienced friend um, that swam in the area and knows what they're doing for your first outing in open water swimming because it's usually just a lot more helpful and it's always a lot safer when you've got someone that knows the area, knows what you're going to come across and um, can give you their own tips and tricks and experience as well because it's nice to gain experience from everyone. Like I said, everyone will have their own opinions and everyone will have had their own stories and their own adventures and everyone gains their experience through other people as well so I wouldn't have any of this experience if it wasn't for the people that I'm lucky enough to have swam with um, and the courses that I'm lucky enough to have been on. And last but definitely not least take cake with you, take tea, coffee, hot chocolate, um, chocolate, snacks biscuits anything you can find because there is nothing better than meeting with your friends after your swim obviously not in covid times but um when covid doesn't exist there's nothing better than just chilling out with your friends after your swim all enjoying a hot drink and some cake and smiling and remembering the swim that you've just had and just enjoying yourselves basically I almost forgot to say that a lot of people say that it's not an open water swim if you didn't get a picture. So if you want pictures and you like pictures, then drag someone with you, whether it be a daughter, son, mother, father, uncle, aunt, brother or sister. It doesn't matter who. Take them along to take pictures or get yourself an underwater waterproof camera. (laughs) But I am in no means advertising that you take your brand new iPhone 12 Pro Plus. I don't know what it is, but... um, don't take it into the water to take photos with you because 
Once you've dropped it, only the very, very few will see it again. So that's pretty much the basics on what you need to begin your open water swim journey. Um, like I say, it's not the be all and end all, but I hope that it gives you some direction in where to start and how to start. And I would love to hear all about your your um, open water swimming adventures. So please feel free to give me a message on Instagram at all.things.l, um, which is where I share all my swimming adventures myself. Um, but yeah, enjoy your open water swimming adventures. I cannot wait to see how they go, to hear how they go. Um, and I really hope that you have some good fun with it. And on that note, follow along so you never miss an episode. I'll be doing loads more open water swim podcasts. And I will also be doing all sorts of different adventures, walking, hiking, expeditioning, kayaking, canoeing, climbing, all sorts. So follow along so you never miss an episode. Thank you.